0: Hey guys, welcome to The Real Shit with Britt and Wit. This is Whitney. And this is Brittany. And this is the podcast that's here to help you in your normal everyday life.
1: Okay, we're so excited for today. Uh, On today's episode, you guys, we're talking about all things love for the month of February. You know this. Stories of epic proposals or the failures that were supposed to be one from our listeners. We've got those for you. We also have a really special guest with us today talking about the hilarious... And daunting adventures of dating life after divorce, and we will learn all about how she landed Mr. Handsome. Yay! We're
2: excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that was the most professional introduction I've ever heard. You guys are okay, like a real radio show. This is amazing. Oh, we just we
1: just made that up, really. We so. just Thanks, girl. <laughs> let's let's tell them who we have today. Yeah, you guys, so
2: we
0: have um, from the Instagram account Molly tries. We've got Molly with us today. Molly, tell Woo! everyone
2: hello. Hello. I'm so excited. I have been following you guys from the beginning and, uh, it's just so fun to see everything. Like you guys still keep like pumping out content. I'm like, what else <laughs> are they going to talk about with relationships? They've <laughs> literally covered every topic, but no, you still keep finding these gems. So it's so fun to follow. Oh um, my gosh. You're
0: so sweet. You are so sweet and we're not going anywhere. Our we're... lives are a shit show. So that's how we yeah. have
1: like all this content. <laughs> <come up>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Exactly. It's- if I have to have an episode on how I have to pick my husband's shit up off the floor all the time, it'll be an episode. We'll yeah. just, we just just keep going. <laughs> it's all the small things, really.
0: <laughs> it Molly, is, yeah. Tell us, all the little um, ironies. I know, for real. Tell us a little bit about what you do and how you got here.
2: Okay, well, what I currently do is I do social media management and I also, uh, this sounds so like, I hate even saying it, but it's real, you guys, like. I am an Instagram influencer there. I said it, it's weird. <laughs> but you guys it are actually paying me to do stuff on Instagram. My life is wild. My life is wild. So, Love it. so I've become an Instagram expert because I spend way too much time on Instagram. I'm totally <laughs> obsessed with it. Um, I was telling my trainer today, like on my list of priorities, it's my children first Instagram, buttery Chardonnay. And then my <laughs> dating life,
1: like that's the
2: order of priorities for my life. So yeah, I became obsessed with Instagram. I know it inside and out. So I help other people manage their accounts. I do 30 day content calendars. I do one hour deep dives. And then on top of all of that in San Diego, where I live, I work with a lot of companies and kind of pitch their products and services. If it's something that I feel like is in line with, um, you know, what I like in my storylines on Instagram.
1: I love that. I feel like here's the thing. We need you. We need, we, oh. we need to pay you to help us.
2: <laughs> you guys, no, yeah. listen, though. I want to tell you, I want to give you props, right? Because the most important thing is patience and consistency. You guys have been so consistent, and I see you're doing TikTok stuff, which I'm not even on. Like, I don't even know where to get started with that. Um, so I think you guys are doing a, a fantastic job.
1: Well, we just paid my 13-year-old to show us how to do TikToks. So, yeah, for real. <laughs> She's our TikTok. She's, She's our her. expert. She's our TikTok manager, so... <laughs>
2: I'm just surrounded by millennial interns. So
1: that's how I do everything. No, but on a serious note, I mean, if anyone's out there listening that really wants to kind of flip around what you're doing social media wise and online and, and become sort of, you know, whether it's to whatever you're doing, your brand, your, your podcast, your clothing boutique, I mean, whatever it is, if you need that help, guys, Molly is incredible. She's your girl for sure. You guys, she is your girl. It's all about getting organized.
2: And creating a cohesive, value-driven Instagram page that people are going to want to follow. So, yes, I'm your girl for that, for sure.
1: I love it. Molly, you have to tell people, though, how you, like, accidentally got here. I mean, really. Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: All right. So, here's the thing. I'm going to tell the story. I'm going to make it as concise as possible. But if you guys want to stop me so we can break down anything, let me know. Okay. So, so um, you know, basically how I think I met you guys is I had a relationship podcast. This was last year, I think. And (laughs) you guys have to, excuse me. I had bronchitis like two weeks ago. Um, It's lingering. So anyways, um, so this kind of goes into how I started with like a web series and a relationship podcast. So a year and a half ago, I got divorced. And as I think I told you ladies, I'm kind of one of those weird people where there was no, um, like it wasn't black and white. There was no like cheating or you know, something that was showing me that I should leave this relationship. In fact, I didn't get divorced until I absolutely knew okay, I need to get divorced. Where I think a lot of people wait, wait, wait. In fact, I heard a really interesting statistic that you actually say the word. You actually don't even act on the word divorce until you've said it eight times. I don't know if that's that's true or not. Yeah. Maybe said it or thought about it since some people That's probably why I'm divorced then,
1: because well in my previous divorce we I was always just like, this is bullshit. I need a divorce. It's like 800 times. It happened.
2: (laughs) You said it it very quickly. You were done in a day. But um, no, for me, it was just like, um, my dad got really sick. He was 73. And he was just like, listen, girl. He's like, first of all, you never feel as old as you are. Second of all, um, it gets here really fast. And the third thing is, is when you get to this place where you're literally facing death, you think to yourself. Like what are the regrets and who in the hell am I living this life for? And when he told me that something just triggered inside of me and I was like, I'm just kind of slightly unhappy, but I don't want to be slightly unhappy for the rest of my life. Like I believe in a bigger dream than that for myself. And so it was like, do I want to be low level unhappy for a long time? Or do I want to rip this bandaid off and see what's on on the other side of this? So, (laughs) so, um, and I always had, felt like my marriage really had um a purpose and that was you know for the kids and I grew and learned a lot from that relationship for sure and me and my ex-husband you guys this is so crazy we're like best friends now it was not easy to get there but if anybody ever wants to like talk about how to come like from a super loving place with divorce and not uh, don't talk about the past just move forward move forward like hit me up on instagram message me because I've helped a lot of people just like focus on the goal, focus on the goal, and get to a place where you can actually be friends with your ex. So I ended up getting divorced and moved into an apartment. And my best friend from Georgia, because that's where I'm from, she was coming out to LA because she worked for an up and coming social media content company. And they were going to be paying D-list celebrities for content. And she said, Molly, I'm worried about your mental health. You're a little too excited for your divorce. You're a little too happy. (laughs) I'm going to come and check on you in San Diego. So she came down here and she was like, she's like, you know, here you are, a single mother living in San Diego. It's a really expensive city. You have to get a job, Um, but you're the type of person who's not going to give up on finding your life's passion and true talent. She was like, what if we pay you to document trying to find that job and I was like okay like what yeah I'm like she's like let's do a web series and I said you're gonna pay me fine so weirdly (laughs) that happened and the universe kind of fell into place like a videographer fell in my lap so I was like oh I'll just record it on my iPhone no that wasn't happening and then um, all these little jobs like I started out like being a spin instructor and then everything kind of became a little bit more professional and they were loving my stuff and then on top of that they were, I was contracted to grow my social media following, but like, I couldn't have like paid followers. Like this had to be a legit real following. Yeah. Um, Which is like like,
1: not easy to do.
2: Yeah. So not easy to do. Yeah. Um, so I, because I was like, I gotta get paid. I spent eight hours a day, you guys on Instagram, just connecting and engaging and you know, following other people and doing all sorts of like just engaging with people and making new friends so that I could grow this number. And then I was like, okay, on top of the web series, I have to have a reason for people to come to my Instagram page. So I decided I'm like, I'm going to put everything about dating after divorce on my Instagram page. And the first thing I did, yeah, like, like, just like you guys do, like I put it all out there. And so the first thing I did is my first date in 12 years that I went on. I secretly recorded on Instagram stories. So I didn't get the guy's face and I didn't say his name. So like, it's totally legal. Yeah. Um, but people were like, Oh my gosh, we're not even watching the Kardashians. We're waiting for your next story. Cause it was going really, really well. Like he was catching my leg. It was like a whole thing. Like I totally like shacked up with him that night. So <coughs> excuse me. So I started getting all of these followers and I ended up growing to 15,000 followers in like seven months, Oh my! which my is God, like, girl. That's awesome. yeah, which is, her, yeah. So I'm um, saying
1: is we need to privately yeah. start recording just like crazy shit. Everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one knows. <laughs>
2: yes. All the crazy stuff. So, okay. So that ended up happening, which was nice. And then, um, I did the podcast on relationships. So then I started dating someone like right out of the gate and I met this guy on Bumble. Um, My community decided to to give him the nickname Slippery Slope Guy.
1: Slippery Slope (laughs) Guy, we know all about him.
2: Yes, he started off as third date guy, but then I started saying how a third date is a slippery slope, right, because and you kind of have feelings for someone and you're comfortable, you're getting comfortable with them. But if you don't really like them, you're like, Oh no, I don't want to like hurt, break their hearts or,
0: yeah, you know, I've- when
2: it's Sunday and I'm lonely. And so they started calling him SSG, slippery slope guy. <laughs> and what was crazy about him is that randomly our dads knew each other and my dad lives in Michigan and his dad lives out here and his dad was actually at my wedding.
1: That's the craziest
2: story you've ever, and that's just like a really, this is the stuff that happens in my life all the time. It is (laughs) the most amount of irony ever. So I ended up dating him and he was pretty cool because he let me put everything on Instagram and my whole podcast. So then as part of my contract, I did a relationship podcast, which you guys were on. And, um, I was talking about him and like, we would break up and how I felt. And then we went on this big trip and, and, you know, we kind of dated on and off for like A little while, and so it just gave me. And he's a great guy, but it gave me a lot of content. Yeah. So, then basically, long story short, that contract ended up running out, and I was like, "Well, I think I can make more money teaching other people now how to do Instagram because I became like a total expert behind the scenes, like just knowing strategy." And so that's what I do now. And then since I have the following, um, that's been following my journey. That's how the whole influencer thing started. So that's kind of a quick A to Z. Hopefully that makes
1: sense. Yes, no, that, that's an incredible, incredible journey for that
2: because you so can, many, I'm telling you, when you choose happiness, the universe will open up to you. It absolutely yeah. will open up.
1: Agreed. I love that. Well, it's so many people nowadays that you think that they can just oh, I they wake up and think oh, I'm just going to be an influencer today.
2: Oh no, you know, yeah. And they Although take I pictures. That work like that. I, I want to turn them into influencers, but it's, yeah, it takes. Like, it's a lot of work. (laughs) It is. No, it's more work than people think.
1: Yeah, And so I think what you're doing is incredible. And it really is. You have to almost embrace that. Like, these are the times, this is what's going on now. This is how a lot of, you know, people are making money and, and, and a career out of, you know, a social media. And so that's an amazing thing that you just happen to start doing and
2: fall, yeah. into, totally yeah. fall into it. And I will say one thing for anybody who does actually want to become an influencer because you really can do it. You know, the leving, the uh, playing field has been leveled, so you can't buy followers. You can't be part of these comment pods and buy likes and everything anymore. Um, and there's just a lot of third party apps that have been shut down. You'll be blocked on it. Um, however, you know, micro influencers and nano influencers are a real thing. So if you think about the first original influencer, it's the suburban mom, that everybody goes to for advice on, well, what baby Bjorn do I buy? Where do my kids go play baseball? You know, like that's the original influencer. And so these big companies like Nordstrom who doesn't even use like traditional advertising anymore, they're capitalizing Amazon as well. Amazon influencers, they're capitalizing on these small niche um pockets of people who have influence which is just basically people who have a following and that following gives a shit about what they're saying. Yeah. So you could have a couple thousand people and you could totally start an Am- an Amazon influencer account and start you know making commissions on things that you're buying already. So yeah. it really it still can happen with a, on a very small scale.
1: Well, something I always thought was interesting this is I mean maybe off topic for a sec but just when you talk about the fake um following and things like that is Don't, I mean, don't people know that that's something that's happening because, you know, on top, they can say, oh, I've got 50,000 followers. But then you go and look at their, you know, post that they did a week ago and there's maybe, you know, 45 likes. There's no way, right? That if you had that many followers that they all can be real. they right. are not having as much traction on your page. Don't you think like, isn't that a, a yeah. Real- yeah.
2: Well, I'll say two things about that. The first thing is that not everybody on Instagram is just that savvy to it. I mean, you guys spend a lot of time on there, so you guys would understand that. And you know, social proof is still a thing where people see, oh, 50,000 followers, even though we all know now it's about engagement. It's yeah. not about the following, but you guys all be, totally honest with you. If I could have paid for followers back in the day when you could pay for followers, I would have done it. Like I would have used a comment pod. I mean, it's just people like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense because you want real engagement, but when you have um, certain strategies available to you and you know, they're probably going to go away because that's how this, this wheel works. Like whatever, I'm not judging. If if it's worked for you, like God bless. Good for you.
1: (laughs) Well, no, I mean, really though, Whit and I, we, we started this off like super authentic and just thought, you know, we're going to just see what happens. And it really is like you, there's so much that goes into it. And, uh, we're just so grateful to have, you know, the little, the sweet, you know, following that we have that is, that is authentic people who really just either love our podcast or love our content. And we've just kind of seen this ebb and flow of how to, you know, engage and, and, but what you're doing is incredible, honestly, for, for everybody. Thank you. And
2: you guys are so smart, like having all these partnerships. I mean, really that's the best way to grow right now. So, you know, but both the podcast and the Instagram can benefit each benefit each other. But again, like I said, this day and age today, you know it you could have a couple hundred followers and that's like a big deal so wow. it really is about like authentic engagement for sure
1: well we love it um we we want to kind of get into your amazing dating here's the yeah. here's the deal <laughs>
2: yeah
0: Okay. Dating stories. What well, here's the deal. We deal. have
1: a lot of people that want to hear the topic of dating after divorce or dating with okay. kids or dating in your thirties, forties, because that is kind of our audience out there. Just a lot of either, you know, single moms or women that have gone through divorces. I mean, right in our age group. So they, yeah. we, we instantly thought of you. We're like, we need Molly. She's got the greatest. Molly
0: knows. <laughs> she, she knows for sure.
2: Oh my gosh. Well, I will tell you guys, listen, so I got divorced like right, right before I was turning 37, I'm 38 now. And I thought to myself, I'm like, Oh, here we go. I got baggage. I got two kids. My ex-husband was 10 years older than me. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to have to date somebody who's like, you know, a bunch of years older than me. I was just really, I was looking forward to just being by myself because I had basically written off dating. Oh my God, here is the secret, ladies. These young men love an older woman situation. I am not even joking. um, Oh my gosh. And I, you know, I joke and I call them like my baby surfers or like my baby bartenders. (laughs) I cannot even tell you how many like 30 year old bartenders I have to push away and be like, you need to go find somebody you can have a family with and have a life with. Like, this is not real between (laughs) us. I am I'm not even joking like it's shocking and, and I had one I knew one other divorced person when I got divorced which is actually incredibly shocking um, considering I lived like deep in the suburbs, and she warned me about this and I said you're crazy <laughs> no I don't know if it's a San Diego thing but yes yeah, you guys that is it's so true so and then you know I had a lot of fun like dating these baby surfers <laughs> but but that wasn't like a real <laughs> option for me I really was looking for somebody who was age appropriate had gone through had been divorced understood that pos- you know hopefully kind of had their own kids because I'm not looking to have more children mm-hmm. Um, and so kind of like taking all those factors into consideration but I, you, you guys I seriously am just like living my best life I've had no weird creepy dates um, I've only been on like a handful of dates from the dating apps and all of those guys were super lovely. I'm like friends with all of them still, Really? they didn't love, they didn't, a lot of them didn't love that. I talked about them on Instagram. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why some didn't work out. One guy was like, Oh. I just can't handle this. And I'm like, I understand. You're not the first. You won't be the last. (laughs) That's why I love... I loved
1: your stories because she was always kind of like, listen, if you can't handle like being in the Instagram light, like then I'm not for you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how many times have I said, okay, you guys, I'm going to tell you something, but I'm probably going to get in trouble for it. And then I come back (laughs) on and be like, yep, just got in trouble. And even with my ex-husband, so I don't know if my ex-husband like when he, and let me tell you, he dates a lot of people, right? So I don't know if he was like telling the girls that he was dating about my Instagram because maybe he thought it was like leverage or something. Maybe he thought it was cool. I don't know. But so he had all these girls following me. And then when I would talk about him, like one time I had a photographer over for a client and we were doing a bunch of stuff and he just like, He was coming to get the kids, but he swooped in and like took over the whole photography session and wanted my, wanted the photographer to do pictures of him for his dating app. So I totally put him on blast on Instagram. I'm like, who the hell does this character think he is? Like taking over my photo shoot right now for Bumble. So I guess there was like three girls he was dating and they all reached out to him and they're like, well, why are you getting new dating app pictures if we're dating? (laughs) Oh my (laughs) God. about me. You're getting me in trouble all the time. <laughs> that is the best
1: story I've ever heard. I feel like that would totally be my ex-husband. Don't you think? Like swooping in like, Oh, Hey, you got, you got a photographer here. Uh, I actually need to some... well
0: get a picture while I'm here. I know I, mean... I need
1: a new Tinder profile. Like, <laughs>
2: yeah, like get out of here, get out of here, ex-husband. Oh. And there, then one time I found out that he had slept with a girl who had slept with uh, a guy that I had dated who had reached out to me on Instagram. It was a whole, it was a love triangle turned love square. Oh my And gosh. I talked about the whole thing on Instagram. <laughs> like,
1: oh my gosh. I remember that one too. Oh, this is yeah. so great. Well, that was kind of I was of like, our- I'm going to go become best friends with her.
0: Yeah. You've got <laughs> to now. I mean, it's a must. So you, you've got no crazy stories. Like everything has just worked out for you. No creepy
2: guys. I mean, no, nothing. Like, crazy enough to where there's, like, fun stories like the love triangle, but no guy that wasn't, yeah, I think I just, like, you know, I'm really self-aware. I'm really tapped into, like, my intuition, and I, before I even, like, go on a date with somebody, even on these apps, like, I really pay attention to how, like, how excited am I to go on this date? Am I just doing it because I'm lonely? And then... Oh, the other thing too, is I digitally stalk people. So
0: you have to, (laughs) if I'm going to go on a date with
2: somebody, oh yeah, I'm fully like, you're getting Googled, you're getting LinkedIn, you're getting uh, Instagram, Facebook uh, and all sorts of stuff comes up and, and I'm going to find videos of you. I mean, like everything. So I'm like, listen, this is
1: me. This is, this is Brit over here. I'm like, if you have a really beautiful, hot ex-wife, like see you later. I can't even deal with that shit. <laughs> yeah, <my God. laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Got to cancel for tonight. Sorry.
2: <laughs> That's so funny. He's yeah, like, what so happened? I, I don't know. I, I
1: didn't stalk you. I just need to cancel. It's not a big deal.
2: <laughs> well, I told one guy that I went out with who was super cute. And, um, He's the one who was who couldn't handle my Instagram, but I said, "Did you know your ex-wife still has you guys as married on her Facebook profile?" And he was like, "How did you even figure out who she was?" I was like, "Oh my god, you have so much to learn." Us you don't women, know women,
1: no, we are like legit the FBI. We can find mm-hmm. anything on social media, and I love how people think that like just because if somebody's blocked or something too, like, "Oh, well, that person blocked me, or I can't see." It's like. No, you—it's that easy. You just go make a fake profile and then go still. Like it's all
2: right. You just took that to another level. You just took that to another. No, but you know that
1: happens (laughs) out there. You know it happens. I have my own stories I could tell another day. Like it's insanity.
2: (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. Yeah.
1: Okay, so no creepy guy. What about like any embarrassing dating stories? Like, have you ever showed up and had something? you know, embarrassing. I know we're like putting you on the spot right now, huh?
2: No, I really, I mean, gosh, I know there's been, I've, you guys, you really can have kind of like a seamless experience. I think the most important thing for me that like the knowledge I can impart is just stay super in tune. Like don't stay in a relationship after marriage just because it's comfortable or you think you won't get any better. Like Um, you think that this is like the best you can get because oh my god, you guys know. I mean, we haven't talked about Mr. Handsome yet. And I like I unintentionally vision boarded that guy. So my gosh. Don't stay in a relationship just because you think it's comfortable and there's nothing better.
1: Get
0: out your vision boards, everyone. Listen,
1: I think yeah, I think so there are way too many women that do that, to be honest. And, And I'm sure men too. I'm sure men too. I'm not gonna just say women, but I think personally, like I have Even friends that I know that aren't happy. I mean, their marriage is, you know, not really anything there and they just really stay because it's like easier or kids or money or they're scared to go be alone. And you just, I mean, you are like living proof of just like, you know what? I don't want to just feel mediocre forever. So I'm going to go out there and just do my thing. And I think it's just, it's so empowering to women who, you know,
2: You You know, one thing I want to, one thing I want to say is that divorce is very scary and it's very hard. It's very hard. It's one of the hardest things you can do in life, but there are so many beautiful moments that happen along the way (laughs) that nobody really talks about. Like, you know, just the moment that you're like listening to a song and you're like, so proud of yourself for making such a courageous decision or getting your own place and getting to decorate it as pink as you want. Or like yes. there's all of these like, and and really like when you feel your, so it's one thing for us to call ourselves strong, like men or women, it's a totally different thing to experience your strength. And that's what happens when you get divorced and you make that decision for yourself. It It's really awesome in a lot of ways.
1: I love that. Um,
2: Everybody
1: stay married though. Stay married. Yeah. <laughs> so i Someone's like, I'm just not feeling you today. I think I'm going to listen to Molly and Britton Witt and just like get on out of here. Um, <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, okay. <coughs> Vision board. Yeah. let us yeah. about okay.
0: how
2: you got
0: Mr. Handsome.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. So Mr. Handsome. So as you guys all know, everybody's got a nickname. I I kid you not, this guy lives up. To the nickname Mr. Handsome.
1: Oh, he so, is gorgeous. We've seen him. Oh my
2: God. He's <laughs> I can't wait for this trip to, um, on Thursday because like now I've warmed him up to my social media. And so now I'm like actually gonna fully be able to get him on social media. Whereas the last trip yes. I like didn't get his face or anything like that. So we're looking
0: forward okay. to this trip as well.
1: Yeah. So,
2: <laughs> we'll be there with you. Oh my gosh. That. So okay. So there is a post. So I started working with this um fitness instructor, personal trainer. And I thought it would be funny to do a post about I'm like, it's it's basically like, you know, guys, here I am, uh, basically looking for Mr. Perfect. And then I go through and I list like what Mr. Perfect would be like, and it's the most ridiculous thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like he went to Harvard, but now he doesn't work. Oh sorry, six foot four former lifeguard, um, who went to <laughs> Harvard but doesn't work because of a huge financial windfall, who um who got divorced but has kids and me and his uh, ex-wife are besties and um, <laughs> she's he <has> ugly kids. <laughs> he's like he's stunningly gorgeous and he um, he was a camp counselor during his summers at Harvard but would never um, and that's why he loves kids but he would never ask me to go camping because I would never do that <laughs> and, um, and then the last thing was that he had a private plane and could fly it as well <laughs> so so, and I'm like So if I'm expecting to have this, if I'm expecting to find Mr. Perfect, the least I can do is work on my mom bod was basically the the gist of the post. And the post is still up on my page. It's like me tying my shoe. Right. So it's all there. Okay. So that's the unintentional vision board. I didn't even realize I was creating at the time. So a couple days later, so it's Christmas, right. And I didn't have my kids and I was feeling a little bit lonely and so I live in this little village area where there's restaurants and stuff that I can just like basically crawl to and crawl home from. <laughs> and so I go down, it's like lunchtime, and I go down and visit one of my baby bartenders. And I said, you know, it's been a year and a half. I'm kind of feeling like I'm like ready to settle down. Like I'm, I'm really ready for that. I'm not feeling lonely, just ready. And so um, I go back up to my apartment and I get a message in my DMs on Instagram. And it's one of my followers who I had met. Oh, like a while ago at like a mom for newer event. but um we and we have friends in different circles but we don't hang out with the same people so we we know certain people but like we don't hang out so she's like I know this is going to sound weird but I overheard you talking to your bartender
1: and um, I
2: was having lunch with my husband I was like you could have come up and said hi to me but that's fine and she's like you know I think I should set you up with my brother and um, he's going to be here. He doesn't live here, but they're from San Diego, his whole family. And um, he's going to be here for Christmas. And I just feel like no matter what, you guys would have a great time. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, all right, well, that's really sweet. Um, do you have a picture of him? So she sends me a picture and this guy is in a private plane in a suit drinking wh- like whiskey and he's the hottest guy <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. I'm like, this can't be real what the hell's going on here? And I'm like, uh, yes, I will meet up with him. And so she's like, okay, great. Like, just know, like, she's like, he lives in Oklahoma. I know that's crazy. There's a reason why he's out there, but he likes to take lots of trips and, um, little weekend getaways. She goes, I don't want to give away too much. So I just know you guys will have a great time. He'll call you when he's here. So I'm like, okay, great. So she tells me his name. I obviously go stock her oh, yeah. maiden name and, and then Oklahoma. The only thing I can find on this dude is that he's in a luxury magazine and he was on the cover and he's a model. He's not really a model, but he models for his friend. who like makes these like tailored custom suits and every picture of him is like stunningly gorgeous.
1: Okay. Ryan, have you seen this now? Yeah, okay,
2: okay. so okay, yeah. Okay.
1: i Hear watching her stories. Okay. Okay. Like <laughs> I, you gotta, do you still have those like anywhere on your thing for people that are listening?
2: So- have a highlight, it's called Mr. Handsome, and it's okay. after, like you have to wait till the very end to get to the modeling pictures, but they're there
1: because you know, as soon as this episode comes out and people are listening, like they're all gonna just be doing that. So, like, okay. okay, okay, I got
0: a finding in Mr. Handsome,
1: okay, okay. So, this is what you're finding, yes. okay,
2: okay. So, this is what I'm finding. I'm so nervous, and I'm like, there's gotta be something wrong, like, he's like incredibly short, like, compared to me <laughs> so I'm a tall girl, like something's, something's gotta be off with this guy <laughs> oh so he gets into town and he actually called me which I got so I don't know if you guys like does that freak anyone else out like I only text message yeah and when I saw a call come in from Oklahoma I was like not answering it I got so scared
1: <laughs> no you're um, like this is a solicitor
2: what no. that <laughs> we're not yeah we're not talking but then I called him back and we actually talked for like so my ex was at my house because it was Christmas Eve and so I told him I had to go talk to a client or something I like ran away and like went and talked to this guy for like 45 minutes. And it was the best conversation ever. And it was nice because we ha- we were texting before the date so the date was the day after Christmas. And so we already had like some inside jokes going on. And so not only is this guy like stunningly gorgeous, but he's actually hilarious. Okay. And wait, wait. Super so, smart. Did you,
1: so, so far this is only, wait, did you say you spoke with him in person or just over the phone?
2: So I talked to him over the phone that one time and yes. then we were text messaging all the way up until the date. So,
1: so yeah, at this point you, like you Not haven't been in person. person. So did he, and did he know what you look like? Like you, did he look at your social media or
2: oh, such a great I'm so glad you asked that. So he, no, he didn't. And to this day he won't like watch my Instagram because he's like, I want to get to know, I want to get to know you for you.
1: Okay. Um, and he
2: doesn't have social media, but he's totally cool with my social media. And he gives me content all the time. Like we've got stuff planned. That's but, been like, so did hilarious. For his Instagram. sister,
1: like show him a picture of you. Yes. Okay, okay.
2: Okay. So at first she did not. And then, and he's like, I would have still gone out with you because his sister has never, and he's 41. And his sister is 38, I think, my age. She's never, ever in their entire life set him up with anyone before.
1: Oh my ever. gosh! So he's like, this is so, legit.
2: Yeah. So he trusted her so much, but then he did. She did end up sending him a picture, and he showed me which one it was. I mean, it's on my Instagram, but I'm like, could that be any closer to my face? Like, this <laughs> was the worst picture ever. I could have picked Tinder. So, <laughs> oh, I was like cringeworthy. But um, so so. So, okay, I'm like, this guy's personality is awesome. His voice is so, like, velvety smooth, like, over a phone. Oh. And I'm like, he's got to be short. That's what, like, he's just got to be, like, super short. <laughs> so, got to, so then we meet up, and he is beautiful. He stands <laughs> up, like, he's got, like, this Oklahoma chivalry about him. He, like, actually stands up from the bar, which was very nice of him. He, like, dresses so well we had the best date ever. Like sparks were flying. We got hammered. It was so fun. Um, he's responsible. I'm not. Um, and we just had like the best time ever. So then, so the next morning we're text messaging and, and he's like, I have to see you again before I leave. He's like, it's really, he's like, my girls are here. We're doing family stuff. It's a really quick trip. But if I were, you know, if you wanted to meet up, um at the beach for a beach walk I'll bring you coffee like early saturday morning and i was like oh my god that's so sweet that is cute so we met up for a beach walk and that was amazing and so then the whole next day she was like okay so then we're still texting we're still texting then the next morning is sunday morning and that's when he's leaving to go back to oklahoma and we're texting like this is 100% crazy but I'm going to go out to Oklahoma or he's going to, you know, bring me out to Oklahoma. I'm going to come see him there. Or he was like, we could go anywhere. And I was like, well, how about I come to Oklahoma? So then all of a sudden he sends me, so he's saying the nicest things. He's like, I'm committed. I'm going to put in a hundred percent effort. Like I want to like, see what we can do here. And I'm like, okay, I'm in it too. And then he sends me a picture. He's like, wait a minute. I feel like I'm in your neighborhood. And like his sister and mom live like, not close to me at all. And I'm like, he sends me the picture. I'm like, no. I'm like, no, no. Like this can't this isn't not happening. What? I was at the same park as him. So they were going to this park, um, call a park that has a pump track. So like a lot of famous skateboarders and stuff. It's like right behind my house. But like you go skateboard, you bike, like all the kids are there. It's so fun. I had my kids and they were making me crazy. So I'm like, we gotta get out of the house. Let's go to the park. He's at the same park as me. You guys I am, I look homeless. I am in my pajamas. I'm literally wearing slippers to the park. Slippers. I'm trying to make it a thing. It's not catching on. It's like fetch. Nobody's doing it. Anyways, I'm in slippers. My hair is disgusting. Thank God I had sunglasses on. He's like, oh yeah, we're about to meet families right now. Like just as friends, like super quick. But he's like, this is happening. I go there. I meet his entire family looking homeless. Oh my God. And.
1: Okay, stop though. Stop though. Molly is so gorgeous. I don't even think she could I'm (laughs) just saying, I'm just gonna throw that out there. Now continue.
2: (laughs) Okay. That's very sweet, but wait for this. Okay. So let's just say that was true. Let's just pretend that that's (laughs) correct. Didn't even matter because guess what? So here I am thinking I'm crushing it with this family. I'm like, oh, I'm giving them hugs, I'm telling stories, this is amazing.
1: We they leave
2: and I'm walking back and my son looks at me and he's like, Mom your chin looks tragic. Oh and my like, God. What are you talking about? Oh. I touch, I touch my chin. My chin like never, my skin like never feels, my entire chin is falling off my face. No. Like, <laughs> like it's like a flower, like blooming, like all the skin no. is like grossly like, like, yeah. And I'm like, what in the hell is going on? And then I realized it was from like kissing like two nights <gasps> before, like, you know, like scruffy, like how yes. gets scruffy, and so I texted him. I was like, "What the hell? Like, you couldn't tell me that my fit, my chin was falling off my face?" Ugh. And he was laughing. And he's like, "I don't even think my family noticed that over the fact that you were wearing slippers in the bar." They're <laughs> like offering like,
0: for food. Like, do you need a couple dollars? <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, give you some money. But he said, all in all, it was um, it was a really good meeting, and his family was amazing. So, besides the slippers and my chin falling off my face, it was. <laughs> Okay, I thought you were
1: going to say you had like a giant zit that was like white or something. No, this
2: was this is like if you have a booger on your nose and the on the first date, this is like that bad. Oh God! It was like a a giant pimple for sure. No, it was just as bad.
1: Girl, no. That's that
2: story. So then, just to kind of like wrap this, like come full circle and wrap this all up, I ended up going to visit him in Oklahoma, and he's he didn't tell me anything about, you know, his sister set us up and I knew, I knew his family's friends, friends of friends. So I trusted that he wasn't going to kidnap me and stick me in his tornado shelter. And I would never see the light of day.
1: (laughs) Well, he's so cute. Even if he did, like, I'm just saying,
2: I I kind of was like, okay with that. Right. But (laughs) His house was so first of all, the vision board, going back to that, like, no, this guy is incredibly successful. Oh, speaking of planes. Um, he took me on a helicopter ride. So I get there. He's like, we're going to go. So his house is stunningly gorgeous. There's a picture of it in the highlights. Like, like this guy's very successful. He um, took me on a helicopter ride. We went to the shooting range. We went to a thunder game. He took me out to the nicest restaurant in Oklahoma.
1: What?
2: And I then enjoyed we went watching horseback all of riding. Oh. Yeah, then we went horseback riding through the countryside um, on the last day that I was there.
0: Oh, and I was there for three days, you guys. yes. I was watching your stories living vicariously <laughs> through you.
1: Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Wit and I are now going to make vision boards and our husbands are going to be like, yeah. Yeah, who's that guy on your vision? Just don't worry about it. Just <laughs> mind
0: your you business. better turn into this guy or I'm
2: finding this guy. Or he's going yeah. to <laughs> magically
1: come into our lives. <laughs> I am telling
2: Ruffle. you guys, it works. Somehow you'll, your husbands will morph, I guess, into it. But
1: why is Ryan um, Gosling on your vision board? Mind your business, Mark, mind. I'm your. Business. Mind your
2: business. <laughs> <laughs> and then he ends up next to you on a plane. He's on the list, but no, this guy. And then, so after that, he, um, he's like, okay, now we have to plan our next trip because like, again, cause long distance, we haven't even talked about long distance relationships. It uh-huh. blows. It's hard. It super sucks. I'm like, Quality time is my love language, and this is you have to put in so much effort. Yep. So he's like, okay, let's plan our our next trip. So he called me up and he's like, okay, here's your choices. He's like, Four Seasons Scottsdale, Four Seasons or Ritz Denver, Airmont Austin or Cancun. And oh, I'm my like, gosh. I'm like, dude, I would say it super ache. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know. How are we going to make this decision? He said, Well, why don't you leave it up to your followers? Like oh my god, I'm so in love with you right now. Like, did you really just say that I can give it, leave it up to my followers?
1: I voted for Cancun because it was like so cold here in Utah that I I voted for Scottsdale. You
2: wanted the warp. You wanted the warp. (laughs) Well, I kind of messed Cancun up because I said that I was going to Cabo when I like replayed like the choices, and then everyone's like, "You said Cancun before," and I was like, "Oh crap." So I will tell you guys. This is gonna. Play out after. Is this going to play after yep. I go on my trip? This be,
0: oh, this will be while you're while you're leaving, so everyone will be able to follow your trip. Yeah.
2: Oh, so, good. Okay, because yep. I was hoping that that was the case. Yeah. So I won't say then where we're going, but I will say one thing: we took. So everybody voted. There were like 200 comments, but it was all over the place, so we had to choose somewhere. But um, you know, the travel time was important, so it was like we wanted to go somewhere where we could get to really, really quickly, mm-hmm. and there weren't going to be like weather issues. So I'll leave you guys
0: okay <laughs> with that clue that's <laughs> guessing okay we're gonna find yeah. out this weekend
2: yeah so I'm so excited and I'm gonna I'll definitely have the whole thing on my Instagram story okay and so and how we'll long be we'll be watching.
1: remind us so how long ago you said this was like Christmas so we're I mean a so
2: few two months, months
1: now oh girl okay One, and I don't know
2: what the end game is I don't know because he's his You know, kids, his ex-wife, his ex-wife's family, they're all in Oklahoma. His kids are 11 and 13, so they're not going anywhere anytime soon. My ex works in San Francisco during the week, so I'm here. And there's only – and our kids' schedules are very different. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, it's going to be interesting, you guys. There's no end game, And I don't know if this is the weekend that I'm going to have to have some sort of conversation with them because I'm just trying to have fun. But I'm also, like, living my best life right now, and I don't want to – I don't want to invest like six months or a year into somebody where there's no, there's ending. no,
1: yeah. Oh, that's so hard. What are the odds? So like literally your dream guy walks into your life and you have he's to, so, live? and
2: you guys, he's so funny. When I went to go visit him, we were in stitches. We were laughing so hard.
1: <sighs> this is, yeah, I've just, so, we're just know, living we're, vicariously. We are. You.
2: We're, <laughs> I know. We're
1: going to Molly on
2: buttery Chardonnay is like adorable. Like what? Oh. What? <laughs> yeah.
1: up <laughs> so. Molly, he loves her. We all do, but but oh, when you play on the guy that have- loves it. I love this story but I hate that you are long distance. Because listen, I yeah. love love and people that know me I love love. I'm like the oh, oh, sparks bullshit like just you know, I love it, love it, love it and so I hate that part of it.
0: I don't know. I think it's going to turn it. A- I think it's going to turn out to be even more epic because of that.
2: Well, I hope so. But if you guys ever do a podcast specifically about LDRs, not Latter Day or whatever it is out there, but long distance, I never say that right, but long distance relationships, LDRs, that'll be a whole podcast because it is so hard. Okay, Okay, we'll we'll put that on your
0: schedule, Mom. we're doing that one. It's in the books already. Let's do it. it.
1: Oh, man. I, listen, I, I don't even actually know how you do it because I can't even stand when Mark goes on like a work trip for a week and I'm just, yeah. and, and like, I know he's coming back. Like, that's the weird thing I couldn't, that would be super hard for me because I'm like you, like the quality time is, is, is a huge one. Uh:
2: yeah. And you got to be able to communicate because and guys and girls communicate so differently and you got to make sure that it plays out over text and you're not like reading things and things and you got to be really self-confident too like mm-hmm. really self-confident to do a long distance relationship. Very true. Oh, very wow. true. Yeah.
1: I, I do have to say I've never been to Oklahoma. What is it like there?
2: Well, we went on a helicopter ride. Um, it was an hour long. There was about 15 minutes worth of stuff to see. Yeah. <laughs> and then the press was like, <laughs> Oh look, I can see trash in someone's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> but Oklahoma is amazing. Like, and I'm not trying to, it's just very flat and there's like oh. two tall buildings like downtown so I'm not ripping on Oklahoma. I'm from Georgia. I love like the country. Um, it's, it's awesome. It's just very, very flat.
1: Yeah. It's almost like if you're driving cross country and you go through, yeah, Nebraska. There's just not or a lot. There's,
2: not a lot. There's um, not a lot, but I will say their um, Oklahoma Thunder games are so much fun. Those people know how to have a good time. So I will say that for sure.
1: Oh my gosh. I can't even believe you experienced all of that in just like one little outing with him. That's like, oh, I yeah. love it. I, I was waiting
2: for Chris Harrison to pop out of the bushes. From yeah, the yeah, that's what I was just <laughs> I'm thinking.
0: Like, I'm on The Bachelor
2: right now. Like, this is legitimately, this is like legitimately happening.
1: You so. really are. Except the greatest exactly. part is you're not sharing him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's not dating twelve them. There's no other bitches like popping out of the bushes saying <laughs> it's their turn.
2: I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not that confident for sure.
1: Oh my goodness, girl. We love it. So, okay. we yeah, Well, we're going to stay updated. We're going to follow through your trip. Um, one quick little segment we have to fit in for Valentine's day coming up. Um, we threw out there, we wanted to see people's, uh, epic proposals or fails, right? So we just have a couple we're going to share cause we are running out of time, but I want to ask you, Molly, before we go over some of these, uh, things that people wrote in, what would be your perfect proposal?
2: You know, I would just say, like, honestly, anything, I I think a proposal is really important. We're talking about like a wedding proposal, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, just making sure this isn't like a contract we're running. Okay. So, (laughs) the perfect proposal is something that a lot of thought and detail, like, a lot of thought has been put into it and the details have been paid attention to because I do think it's such an important moment. And I will say, even with my marriage, my proposal was so insane that you know, like it, it's just a memory that you're always going to have. So I don't think it should be something that's just like this one-off thing. I think it needs to be something. It doesn't have to be expensive. It just needs to be so incredibly like there needs to be so much thought and love put into it. Yep. It
0: needs Ugh. to be personal. I yeah. think it needs to be yeah. person,
2: for sure.
1: Well, so we threw this out there to some of our followers and said, you know, write in, tell us what your your fails or, you know, epic proposals, whatever they wanted to share. And we're just gonna do a few. Uh what, what do we have?
0: Uh well we had one girl that wrote in and just said that her um or her boyfriend at the time shocked her with a gorgeous ring after they'd been dating for six months, which Yeah, so Ooh. No Ooh. we don't have the a lot real of detail, detail. There, but um we found one girl which This kind of happened with my first husband, but she said, I found a conversation of my fiance, my dad on his computer with a picture of my ring two days before he proposed. Oh, no, that's the worst. I know, right? She said her fiance still has no clue. Three years later,
1: he still doesn't know she knew it was coming. (laughs) No,
0: She's like, I knew that he was what her ring looked like. Oh, that'll ruin the surprise.
1: That's terrible. That would honestly be the worst letdown, I I feel like. Oh, (laughs) man. Uh, someone said they got engaged while scuba diving in the keys. That would be,
0: that sounds pretty good.
1: Beautiful. That's yeah. A good
0: one.
1: Yeah. Don't accidentally like drop it while you're down there.
0: Okay. Brit, they so- actions- oh, gosh. <laughs> it's just gone. It's, gone. it's just gone. Britt, but okay. So you've been proposed to three times. Tell us oh, about
1: gosh. some of yours. Do then. we have to, I know when you say that out loud, <laughs> guys, uh, this is really embarrassing, but I don't remember the first one. So that. Oh my God, what? No, here's the deal. Um, My first and I, we were so young in college and we like got pregnant on accident. So it was one of those things where wow. we were just like, hey, you know, let's make this right and get married. And, you know, and so it, I mean, nothing against him. I just don't feel like it was like this big epic thing. It was yeah. kind of like we were just young idiots doing the right thing. Now, um, my ex-husband, he he went all out, you guys. And that was something that like Mark felt a little bit kind of, Ooh, it's intimidating. Like, I don't, I can't live up to that, you know, <laughs> quite, quite yet. But my ex, you know, made a, a good amount of money and he, d- he told me that we were, um, just going on a date and i had so i had my daughter my oldest daughter at the time and so he said okay you know my mom's going to watch bella and she was really little she was just a baby you know a mm-hmm. year and a half and he said and then we're going to go out and i'm like okay and this was like the first time his mom's really ever watched my daughter and you know cuz we were dating for a little bit and um but i trusted right so we're in the car and we're going and we're almost like it's like we're going to the airport, but I kept thinking like our only two options right now are either going off into the airport or like going into like Wyoming or something. Like I didn't even know. I was like, (laughs) what are we doing? He veers off into the airport and I'm like, I just kept saying, what are you doing? What are we doing? And he's like, just don't worry about it. And I started realizing like, are you going to the airport? Like I have a purse.
0: I don't even know. Like I have nothing else with me and I have a child. My baby is like, like, like
1: I was kind of freaking <laughs> out. So long story short, he flew me um, to California and oh wow, oh my yeah. God. And to the beach and oh proposed to me on the beach. This is no joke. And flew home the same night.
2: Okay. Nobody's ever, ever going to be able to beat that story ever. And then it's The last.
0: No, I
1: know. Right. And how sad though. Like that was my ex-husband. Like I, there's parts of me that I'm like, I wish that was my story now because you know, I got my happily ever after, but, (laughs) but no, so that was really an Epic. Now, unfortunately with Mark, my proposal was kind of a fail.
0: It was,
1: it was really sweet. Um, what he was planning, but it failed because I found the ring. Uh,
2: uh, my own
1: damn fault, And I was devastated. I mean, I don't even know. Long story short, we were dating. Love and I, oh, I love surprises. You guys, it's my jam. So yeah, uh-huh. with Mark and I, we, uh, we always had, we would get together, you know, late at night, like after my kids were in bed and he would finish working out and he had like this organic, delicious, like oatmeal that he would always come bring over and make it my house. And, uh, I spoil him and I always take care of him. So I'd always like make his little oatmeal for him. And we kind of, had this joke where like oatmeal also meant sex. And you know, those little like fun (laughs) inside jokes you have. Um, so we'd be like, Oh, do you need some oatmeal tonight? You know? (laughs) Anyway, so his big plan was to put my ring. I had no idea it was coming, but his big plan was to put my ring in one of those, like empty out an oatmeal oatmeal container. And I'm not talking like the bags you rip you guys. I'm talking about those like cartons. It almost looks like like a individual, yeah. Like the little pints of ice cream, but it's oatmeal. Right. Anyway. So he was going to like put the ring in there and then, um, you know, make some little joke about me making oatmeal. And when I went to go make it, it was going to be in, I mean, nothing like Epic or whatever, but it was cute for us. Like my favorite thing with Mark yeah, was just personal. Just, yeah. Like be in my town home, just hanging out with him. I mean, at this point I was a mom of three kids. Like Divorced a few times. Like we that was how we spent time together, you know? Anyway, long story short, you guys, like I no, there's no long story shorts with Britt. Um, I kind of ruined it because I was in a little bit of a mood that night and I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't like, can you just make your own oatmeal? Like I've gotta I have to pee so bad. Like I had to go to the bathroom so bad. So I know. So I was just like, go make your, like make your own oatmeal. And so I go into, go to the bathroom and Mark's out in my kitchen, like sweating to death. Like he's just like, shit, I don't have a plan B. Like what's going on. (laughs) Right. And he was just starting to get nervous. Like, Oh, my cute little plan is like not going to plan. So he goes, well shit. Like she thinks I'm making oatmeal. I've got to take this ring out and actually make some oatmeal now. So he puts the ring in his hoodie pocket And anyway, so he makes himself this oatmeal and I come out of the bathroom and like, we're just chatting. And anyway, we, at some point, like I go over and give him a hug and I'm like, sorry, I'm kind of being bratty tonight. I think I'm just tired. And I put my hands in his hoodie pocket with his hands, like to hold his hands. And I felt the ring and I was like, no, I just go, what was that? And I like pulled my hands out (laughs) and I started like walking backwards. I was like, what is that? What is that? What is that? Because then I started to realize you dumb idiot. Like you just ruined something. Like, what are you doing? And he, and I was like, what is that? What is that? And kept walking backwards. And he's like, babe, come here, come here, come here, come here. And he just, he just pulled me in close to him, like knelt down, like just told me how much I meant to him in my kitchen, like in the middle of my kitchen and, and proposed. And so it was sweet and I love him. And yes, it wasn't like flying to the beach for the day, but at the end of the day, like I finally got my, you know,
0: wow
1: yeah Yeah. so good story and listen I truly believe that on my vision board one day in the in five more years it's gonna be our 10 year he'll fly me to the beach and do this right he knows he
0: knows correct
1: high hopes high hopes right Okay. Well, yeah, we have a few more. We're going to get wrapped up here. And Molly, we are so grateful for you being on You can find Molly at Molly tries on Instagram and we'll post all of that for you as well. Yeah. You
0: guys better go follow her stories this weekend for Valentine's to see where her and Mr. Yes. Hanson end up and what they end up doing. So. Yes.
2: Okay. Please follow along. It'll be so fun. All right. Thanks ladies. Hey girl. Thanks, Molly.